Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. If there is a trail of authorities asking on multiple occasions the president to turn over those documents, which they apparently knew were there, isn't that a problem, Mike? If the president had the opportunity it, to hand these documents over when asked. The librarians are asking for overdue uh, copies of the overdue books that that are not overdue. The president has the legal right to declassify these records and keep a personal copy. They did the pre, the former president had every right to keep these records and the bureaucrats at the archives did not as confirmed by the 1988 Supreme Court decision, Department of Navy versus Egan and the 2012 Judicial Watch case against President Obama with the tapes in his sock drawer. They can, they can demand them all they want. And the, the question you have to ask is, is, okay, so they're demanding these records and Attorney General Merrick Garland leaked that he was deliberating for weeks on whether to order this home raid before he went to a biased judge, Bruce Reinhart, down in Florida, who just recused from President Trump's civil lawsuit versus Hillary Clinton because of his 2017 Facebook post where he bashed President Cl Cl uh, uh, Trump's integrity. So if he had weeks to deliberate, why didn't Attorney General Merrick Garland get an opinion from the Department of Justice's Office of Legal Counsel, or OLC? And the reason he didn't get it, presumably, is because he would not have gotten the answer he wanted. This was a political raid on a former president and someone who is almost certainly going to be when a you political say presumably, do you know uh, that to enemy be the case? Of, of, of President Biden. When you say presumably, do you know that to be the case? Presumably that he's going to run for president? No, that, that, that there was a trail of him not wanting to ask because he wasn't going to get the answer that he wanted. Well, I mean, why else would, if he had weeks to deliberate on something this unprecedented and consequential, why would he not seek an opinion from the Office of Legal Counsel on this? This is, this is, this is a political raid by, that was, and then they, they said that the, the Attorney General didn't personally authorize this raid. He absolutely did. They also said that the Biden White House was not involved with this raid. They absolutely were because White House Deputy Counsel of the President, Jonathan Sue, had to relay that President Biden waived President Trump's assertion of executive privilege, which paved the way for this raid. And so it, it, the president, President Biden was absolutely involved in this raid. And so, so were his, his officials in the, in the Biden uh, White House Counsel's Office, Jonathan Sue. This is a political hit on a former president. Wow. Our own Mike Davis going full war room on Fox today. Amazing. Uh, Benny uh, Johnson, the great Benny Johnson, put that up on Twitter. It's gone viral. I want to go to Jack Posobiec. Posobiec, give me your assessment of, of Mike Davis. This whole day has been a fiasco, well, an embarrassment, and humiliation to the United States. Jack Posobiec. Well, Steve, I just got to say it's nice to see that Fox News is finally catching up to the war room, right? 
they're finally understanding that this is this is where we operate okay that's the level that we're at every day every single morning when we wake up when we have our my coffee that's where we start that's what we operate at and if you don't if you want to go and watch your little you throw it on in the background you're hanging out you're having a good time that's fox you come in a war room you come into work you throw on human events daily you're taking notes you put on the charlie if you saw what we did on the charlie kirk show as this thing broke in real time i had john yeah. solomon on I, I saw him walking around i said john get in here i pulled him into the studio then we had davis on davis tried to leave i said no we got him back by phone by the end of it we even had devin nunez on at the end of this whole thing and i'll tell you something else steve we're going through this in real time i said where's the probable cause where's the probable cause where's the probable cause 18 of the 38 pages redacted can't find it. There's no probable cause in this document. And Davis is exactly right. It's the librarians arguing about the overdue library cards. But Steve, I got something for you because I, I don't know anybody else in media who could do this today. But as a prior intelligence officer, I'm looking at this thing and it says there's two pieces of information when they're talking about the classified information, the caveats that they mention in the document that are there. HCS and FISA. What the HCS and FISA stand for? People need to understand that. We're going to break it down tonight on Human Events Daily. But HCS, Human Control Systems, Human Intelligence Controlled Systems means spy-derived intelligence. The next one, I think everybody knows this one, FISA, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. The FISA court, so FISA-derived intelligence. Now let's go through, let's put our thinking caps on, ladies and gentlemen. I love it, by the way, on, on when she goes to Davis. Well, how do you know that? He's because I can think, because, <laughs> because I'm, a, I'm an intelligent human being and I can figure out these issues. Um, what type of documents do you think that President Trump would have in his remit that he would have declassified and brought with him to Mar-a-Lago? That include, by the way, FISA and HCS on it. I'll tell you right there. It is exactly what Mike Davis said. And the most likely scenario, not 100%, but the most likely scenario is that it is those underlying Russiagate documents that were declassified. And we have the memo from Mark Meadows. You can go to justthetruth.com and find that. Solomon has it up. The DOJ never released these documents. So President Trump, he kept a copy for himself. And by the way, Steve, you're your girlfriend, Maggie Haberman, out there is up there saying, oh, well, it wasn't secured. It wasn't secured. I said, it's Mar-a-Lago. The whole place is run by the Secret Service. What do you mean it wasn't secured? No, they're reaching. Jack, hang on for one second. Let's bring in Mike Davis because he's got a bring him in. Bring him in, Mike. And I realize the 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 the, the, the folks at Fox are, are good people. We know them both. They're, they're fantastic. But you did go you did go war room today. I don't think they were ready for that. Give us your perspective. This is, quite frankly, everything you warned us about. This had, but I got to tell you, the humiliation to see all that redaction and what the world thinks of this. I mean, the Justice Department is not just, it's not evil. It's incompetent and embarrassing. Th this thing today, why even put it out? Why the magistrate even let it put out Mike Davis? This affidavit was meaningless. It was redacted to the point of meaningless. This judge knew it was going to be meaningless. He said that. And remember, this biased judge, magistrate judge Bruce Reinhart, he's biased. He just recused from President Trump's civil lawsuit against Hillary Clinton on June 22nd. His bias didn't go away as a matter of law over the last, over six weeks when he ordered this unprecedented, unnecessary and unlawful home raid. This biased judge has the exact same incentives as the corrupt uh, counter espionage unit at the FBI and the Biden Justice Department that cover their tracks here. They know that they ordered a political hit here on President Trump to get back these uh, crossfire hurricane Russian collusion documents.
Are you, do you, you agree within, uh, the Naval Intelligence Officer Jack Posobiec? You think this points to at least what was, uh, released? You think this points to what a lot of people have been talking about, Crossfire Hurricane? Absolutely. And I presume it is number two on the rate inventory. Those leather bound documents are the declassified personal copy. That's the declassified personal copy of the Crossfire Hurricane records. President Trump declassified them with a memo on January 19th. 2021, before he left office the next day, the, the librarians, the bureaucrats at the National Archives dragged their feet. The Biden Justice Department dragged their feet. They said that they had to do a Privacy Act review to make sure that, you know, private information to get out there, which is just complete nonsense. They did. They dragged their feet. And now President, they know President, they found out President Trump has his copy and they're terrified. And that's why they ordered this home raid on former President Trump. The, the the Fox guys were not quite up to speed and understand uh, uh, how you laid it out. But I want this audience, you've done it before. How important in the, the smoking gun on this thing is the no OLC opinion. They've had plenty of time. There's no urgency on this. The OLC is the in-house elite uh, law firm for the Justice Department on every executive order, anything controversial. They literally write a legal opinion. Remember on the on the um, travel ban on the first and second, on the first travel ban, they gave us a clean opinion, and President Trump said, hey, I don't want to change this thing. The OLC did it. The smoking gun here is that Merrick Garland does not have an OLC opinion to back up his move. Is that not correct, sir? That's that's absolutely right. He, he, he leaked out. He was in damage control mode, and he leaked out that he deliberated four weeks before he ordered this very unlawful, unprecedented home rate. Well, if he, had le- uh, if he had weeks to deliberate, he could have walked down the hall at the Justice Department, and it had the Office of Legal Counsel or OLC give him an illegal, give him a legal opinion on whether this potential home raid that he that he eventually ordered would have been lawful. Whether the president has this inherent constitutional authority that the Supreme Court said he had in 1988 to declassify anything he wants. Whether the president had this statutory authority that the Obama-appointed D.C. District Court judge held that President Clinton had. In the 2012 case related to eight years of audio tapes in President Clinton's sock drawer, Merrick Garland knew what the answer would have been from OLC, so he just did not get an opinion. Politico, one more thing before you go, Mike. Politico made a big deal this morning about the Tom Fitton situation. Tom was on the show yesterday to walk through exactly his fights with the with the Clintons. And, and, and their uh, assumption in this piece was that Fenton bringing this up actually took the president in the wrong direction about being assessed, about even giving the, the first set of documents. What What is your belief of Tom Fitton and Judicial Watch's angle of attack on all this? I, I think that they've been very good, and they've been very good for for, for a long time, for, for many, many years at exposing corruption within the federal government, within the executive branch. And so, uh, you know, good for them for what they've done. They're the ones who... Uh, you know, John Solomon at Just the News is the one who reported this Tom Fitton case. Tom Fitton does great work over at Judicial Watch. So I have nothing but praise for him. And so and you believe that this thing he brought up in the Clintons is pertinent to the situation we're in today, correct? It's very pertinent. If, look, if you have eight years of audio tapes of your presidency, that would certainly qualify as a presidential record subject to the Presidential Records Act. But this 2012 ruling by the Obama-appointed judge said that the president had the sole 
statutory authority under the Presidential Records Act to determine whether a record is personal that belongs to the president or a presidential record that goes to the librarians and the bureaucrats of the archives and then goes back to the former president's library. Remember, before the Presidential Records Act was passed in the 70s and made applicable to the president starting in 1981, presidents personally owned presidential records. They belonged to the president. All the Presidential Records Act does is it says that presidential records are government property if the president determines that they're not his personal records. And it's the president's determination. Mike, how do people uh, follow you? Because obviously you're in demand all over and people want to follow your social media. So it's uh, my social media is MRD, D-M-I-A, my initials in Des Moines, Iowa, on Getter, Truth, uh, uh, Twitter. Article3project.org is our website and at Article3project, at Article Number 3 Project. And thank you very much, Steve and Jack, for helping me get out this message. Thank you, uh, uh, Mike. Uh, look forward to your other hits. We'll push them out. And by the way, the Benny Johnson piece has gone viral. So amazing. Jack, we got about two minutes here. I'm going to hold you through the break. I want to reiterate, you're a naval intelligence officer. Walk me through those two, the human intelligence and the FISA piece. Why are they so important on the unredacted piece, the information you derive from that, sir? So when they're talking about SEI, SEI isn't a caveat into a, into itself. It's it's a it is a whole family of markings that you might find. And so all of those caveated intelligence, whether at the secret or the top secret level, um, it's always going to be derived from a certain types of sources and methods. So it always goes back to what that type of method is. Sometimes you'll also see information in there about dissemination. So no foreign, that means you cannot release it to a foreign um, foreign government, foreign entity. You might see LES, that's law enforcement sensitive. You might see FOUO for official use only. There's so many different caveats that you can find, but the two that we see specifically in these documents as are HCS and FISA, HCS human control systems. That's your sources. That is your human sources. That's your spies. That's your that's your HCSs. Those are your folks like um, like the walrus that was put up there in President Trump's campaign. Then FISA, of course, it speaks for itself. That came from a FISA investigation. So what FISA investigation derived information do you think that President Trump would be bringing with him to Mar-a-Lago? The answer is very, very simple to us. And so when we can glean from this is that it is very um, it's very likely that Mike Davis is correct. I also spoke earlier today to Devin Nunes. He said he thinks it absolutely is the Russiagate documents. Okay. Hang on one second. That was on the Charlie Kirk show right here on Real America's Voice. They had a cage match right after the war day. Short break. We're going to bring Boris Epstein into the conversation with Jack Posovic and yours truly. All next in the war room. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text 
Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. I have Jack Basobic and uh, Boris. So I'm going to go to Boris second. Jack's going to hang with us for a few minutes. And Jack's got a huge show tonight he's going to tell you about. And he's got some massive scoops, even unrelated to what happened in, Mar- in, uh, in Palm Beach today. I just want to make sure everybody understands something. We talk about confidential secret and top secret, those kind of broad categorizations of intelligence. When we talk about SCI and other things like that, Q, which is the everything related to nuclear, those are compartmented. That means only certain people, it's a deep vertical, only certain people have that and other people don't. So so the intelligence is not widely spread because it doesn't need to be. It's a need-to-know basis only. But as Jack Prasoba keeps reiterating, at the top of that is the commander-in-chief. He determines everything. It is his determination. This is what Mike Davis keeps hammering on. He determines. There's not some sidebar that they, they, all the other stuff you hear on MSNBC is all nonsense. So you have the compartment and then above that you have the commander in chief. And right now, you know, you have, and by the way, they overclassify everything, particularly at the secret and top secret level. I think also even at the compartmented, but that's a topic for a different day. Let me uh, bring in Boris Epstein. Boris, with all the hoopla, the actual, the system, the pacer system went down. The entire right. globe was sitting there when we went off the air this morning at 12 noon for the magistrate. If you had asked the, the partisans at the war room to do something that would humiliate Merrick Garland and the justice, the institution, of the Justice Department, the FBI. If you had come to us a week ago and said, look, we really want to make these guys look like fools. That's the redaction we would have put out. It's like, I don't even know why the magistrate even put this thing out, particularly on the big speech he gave on Monday. This was for this nation in the eyes of the world. This is a humiliating embarrassment for the Department of Justice, Boris Epstein. Steve, no doubt about it. Honor to be here. Steve, they redacted the motion to redact. They redacted the motion to redact. <laughs> they wouldn't even let the American people know why they were asking for the redact. And then they released this thing that's 38 pages, and you know it, it, it's got black ink all over the place. The, the, the key point is this. The key point is that Mary Goldman out there talking about, oh, transparency, we're going to act, we're going to treat this case just like any other. Here's the bottom line. President Trump had full compliance with the applicable act, which is the Presidential Records Act and all other laws, rules, and regulations. President Trump was in full cooperation with all applicable authorities and agencies. And this was a completely unwarranted, unnecessary, and unlawful raid. And everyone knows it, including Merrick Garland. And this redacted affidavit they put forward only underscores that. This affidavit from a, from a Washington, D.C. area FBI agent said, well, based on my training, I think there were some documents there that, that somehow imp- impacted, implicated defense. Or maybe, or maybe there were documents which are presidential records, which maybe 
weren't stored the way they should be, okay? That's literally the explanation they're trying to put out there. And you better believe anything that's not redacted, everything that is redacted is what's not helpful to the DOJ. What they're putting out there, what they left you know, outside those black boxes is, is the only things they can find that are somehow helpful to them. They released this letter from President Trump's counsel, Evan Corcoran, which he had sent in late May, which lays out that the president's absolute authority to declassify. It laid out that there's absolutely no criminality. And it laid out that, hey, if you go before a judge, DOJ, make sure you present all exculpatory evidence, which would be all the cooperation. And in that redacted affidavit, do we see any? Do we see any reference to the overwhelming cooperation between President Trump and the applicable agency? We didn't see the quote of President Trump saying, hey, if you need anything else after the June 3rd meeting, let us know. We're here to help. That's not in there. The, what the DOJ laid bare today is that they have absolutely no leg to stand on. And they knew it when making this affidavit. Judge Reinhardt should have never signed that warrant. They should have never allowed him to circumvent the Presidential Records Act by taking some of the clauses of the PRA, the act put in place in 1978, and then bolting onto it an enforcement mechanism from other statutes which don't even apply to the president. This is a contrived Frankenstein of a political weaponization of law enforcement, the kind that we've never seen in this country before. They tried to go in and break into the president's home and get away with it. And they are failing miserably, failing miserably at doing so. So where do we stand right now? There'll be filings by end of the day with the with the district court judge, Judge Cannon, on, on the items she requested further information on. And from then on, you better you better expect and you better believe that President Trump and his team will continue making the vital point that A, he's been in full compliance and cooperation with all applicable statutes, that B, this raid was unlawful and unconstitutional, and C, all property taken was done so wrongfully because it was pursuant to a wrongful, overbroad, unconstitutional warrant. You've got Fourth Amendment violations, you've got violations of the Presidential Records Act itself, and you've got standard criminal procedure violations up to the level that really we've never seen before. I, okay, I want to hold on for a second. I'm going to bring back in a minute, but I have to have you answer this. You laid out something yesterday on the show that I think was very important for the Justice Department to hear, and particularly for the magistrate. You said... Tomorrow is going to be very important for the magistrate Reinhardt to show he was not duped, fooled, or forced to do this. You lay out three duped, fooled, or forced to do this. And that's what's humiliating about this today. This is why it's a black mark. Those redactions are a black mark on the Justice Department. You cannot tell. They don't ever even let you see any evidence that the magistrate had a full story. And that can't be. How can that be confidentially be kept from the American people? He actually said last week or beginning of this week, this was unprecedented. It was incumbent upon the magistrate to show exactly what you said yesterday. He had to show he was not duped. He was not fooled or he's not forced in the American people. As we sit here tonight, what, 530 Eastern Daylight Time. That question is hanging out there in the balance because, quite frankly, it looks like they're trying to cover up that part of it, Boris Epstein. No doubt. They covered up, again, not just the affidavit. They covered up the application for the redaction. Their motion to redact is redacted. 
So they are. So the DOJ is is here covering their own steps, and also let's be honest, they're covering the information that Judge Reinhardt had before he signed that unlawful warrant. So right now, out of those, you know, three duped, fooled, or forced, it appears that it was either fooled or forced because you know, they laid out the information with Reinhardt, and we see a part of it, and from everything we see. No reasonable, credible judge would have looked and said, okay, well, here you're saying that either it's the information that may implicate defense or it's Presidential Records Act, and then find probable cause. So right now, it seems that either the, the judge just didn't, doesn't understand the application of the, of the statute, right, which is the Presidential Records Act, which applies to dot, 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 the president, or he doesn't understand that the others don't apply to the president. Or he yeah. does understand all that, and the DOJ rolled in there heavy and said, "Hey, you're a magistrate judge in Florida. You better do this right yeah. now. You better do this right now." Or this, or, this, it was his own yeah, bias exactly. that forced them to do it. This is this is the the thing about what Mike Davis said. This is a fight. Looks like a fight between librarians. And it's got. I know Pasobic's got to go. Let me go back to Pasobic. Pasobic. Even the the left, the Maggie Habermans of the world, realize that not just this is a nothing burger. The the cover up of this is going to be bigger than actually the raid itself. They're scrambling right now between the White House. They had Zen Master Jean-Pierre last night. Couldn't even answer a question on Don Lemon. Don Lemon lights her up, right, about what did you know and when did you know it. This stinks to high heaven, and the cover-up by the Justice Department is going to be bigger than even what they try to do to President Trump, Jack Posobiec. Look, if you're on CNN and you're making Don Lemon look like a genius, you know you got some big problems. You know, and bar, to Boris's point, I'm, I'm reading this document. There's no probable cause here. He said you have to include the exculpatory evidence and that they did exclude the exculpatory evidence, but there is no inculpatory evidence. There's no criminal intent here. There's no basis for a crime. There's nothing. What I'll tell you what happened though, Steve, and, and I've got to head off. So guys, make sure that you watch on 10 p.m. on here on RAV, Human Events Daily. Myself, Drew Hernandez up. We're the night watch of War Room. I'll tell you what this was. This was a defilement of Mar-a-Lago, and they committed sacrilege against our nation. They committed sacrilege against our president, our future president, potentially the opposition. And what they've done, what they've done, Steve, we are now in the midst. We are seeing we are underway in a preeminent coup, a preemptive coup of 2024, a preemptive coup of the president to protect him, prevent him from becoming 2024's president. They want to protect themselves. That's what this is all about. It's about hiding the bodies. It's about covering up what they did in Russiagate. We're in the midst of a preemptive coup. A preemptive coup is underway. Jack Basobic, how do people get you on social media? And one more time, uh, how did you get to the show tonight? Show tonight, Human Events Daily. Make sure you're watching every single night, 10 p.m. weekdays here on Real America's Voice. And of course, podcast, Rumble, we're up. We don't, go, we don't even do the YouTube. It's Rumble, Rumble, Rumble. Make sure you go there. And then, of course, on uh, Getter, and we're live. So we love the live chat on Getter. Shout out to all my Getter live chat. Steve, they said it wasn't even the real Poso on the live chat. I'm telling you, nobody can cut a my pillow promo like that. You know that's Poso. <laughs> Uh, by the way, tonight, also, you're dropping a bombshell on the IRS about these 87,000 agents. The IRS. We've got the name. Tonight. We've got the name of the leader of the 87,000. And guess what, folks? It's a lowest learner acolyte. Tune in.
Oh, my God. Bob, Bombshell Night, 10 o'clock, Real America's Voice, uh, Pasovic Hernandez. Okay, short commercial break. Boris is going to join us on the other side and break it all down for us. Back in a moment. To the end, just watch and see. It's all started. Everything's begun. And you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. They have all life for too long. We will end what they do wrong. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say. But you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range. And with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, MyPillow.com. We had the summit last weekend. Make sure you go to MyPillow.com today. We've got sales all over the place, particularly the sheets. This is a one-time good deal on the sheets. Once they're gone for 39 I think it's $39.98. Once they're gone, they're gone. So go check it out today. we got everything. I got, you got the buy one, get one freeze. you got towels, pillows. you got the classic pillow that Walmart won't allow to be sold anymore for $19.88. I think the queen size, you upgrade. I think it's $39 for the queen. But go check it out. The way you go check it out, MyPillow.com, promo code WORM. Support the great manufacturing company up in Minnesota, the armor-piercing show that is Mike Lindell, and, of course, your humble servants here at the War Room. Okay, Boris. Boris, I, I don't know how to say this, but let me let – me, I the War Room posse, the audience, the vanguard, the cadres were so furious on the day of the 8th and I got to tell you, I think what Jack Pasovic said, defilement. I've been calling a ransacking, but I think it's a defilement. And they did it on purpose to, to say, hey, it's a flex. But I got to tell you, I think that they've gone up in, in far as anger and just disgust 10 levels about this this charade today where the DOJ is just going to do it and the FBI is going to do it and the White House is going to do it. And then when they're ordered by a court, to release it, they redact everything that comes out. It's obviously a massive cover-up that's going to make water. It's going to dwarf Watergate. It's going to dwarf Watergate because now you have a national security state that's turned itself not simply on the American people, but a president of the United States. This is, but we are rapidly going into banana republic territory. No and doubt. The question the audience has is: President is President Trump with that great team he's pulling around him going to go on offense? 
No doubt about it. The president's already on offense. First, I'm sure everyone saw the post he had as soon as this, you know, redacted you know, part, small part of the affidavit came out. No nuclear. It, you know, redacted with you know to without recognition. And vitally, the president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, followed every applicable law, rule, and regulation. President Trump was on offense. Tonight you're going to see filings. Those will be very specific to what the judge asked. But keep in mind, on Monday, President Trump laid out chapter and verse, not just how wrongful this warrant was, but the fact that there, there needs to be a special master to go through the documents, the review by the DOJ has to stop, and all the documents, all the property wrongfully taken has to be has to be returned to President Trump. And you're going to see more of that as in the coming weeks. Mayor Garland went out there when he embarrassed himself for those three and a half minutes and promised the American people transparency. What have we gotten? We have gotten a manipulation of the justice system. We've gotten this Frankenstein of a over, redacted, again, beyond recognition, not just affidavit, but application for an affidavit. But let's go back out 30,000 feet. This was a completely unnecessary, unlawful, unwarranted, unconstitutional raid. Why? Because all they had to do was ask. And we're talking about the Presidential Records Act, which has, which has literally no enforcement mechanism. And with the parts you can see in the affidavit make it crystal clear that they're try they tried to take the PRA, the Presidential Records Act, and bolt onto it an enforcement mechanism, which simply is, is impossible in our legal justice system. You could maybe do that in, in you know, tyrannical countries. You could do it in authoritarian countries. You could do it in other countries. But here we have laws, we have statutes, and we're supposed to be following them. President Trump did, the DOJ, the feckless Biden White House, and weaponized law enforcement have not. President Trump is going to continue to stand for the American people, to stand for the Constitution, and fight against this politicization and weaponization of law enforcement. And today is another great day. Today's a day where we went into this morning, and, you know, it was unknown what's going to be in the affidavit. Hey, maybe the, the DOJ had actually something that they could show, and they have shown one thing. They have shown they don't have a leg to stand on, and when they broke in, when they raided iconic Mar-a-Lago, they knew it. They knew they didn't have a leg to stand on. That's why they asked for the, the security cameras to be turned off. That's why they made the lawyers wait outside, and they tried to do this in a hush-hush way, just like a break-in. Well, they failed. They failed because President Trump has called them out on it. He hasn't taken one inch back. He hasn't stepped back at all. Instead, he continues to push forward, continues to lead the American people. And while Joe Biden is flailing and failing, President Trump is standing for American greatness and will continue to do so. But the, 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 the three the questions haven't been answered. Was, he, was the magistrate duped? In other words, did they dupe, was he duped? Was he fooled? Or was he forced? And, and we still don't have that today. We don't know what the, we, we, we don't want. We don't have that. You just mentioned, and when I say on offense, don't get me wrong. We love truth. We love the president's proclamations and he lays out the case better than anybody. But I'm talking things like he's got, he's got the tapes. He's got, he can go on offense here. I think the nation, this justice department is so corrupt. We have never seen anything like this. And on the world stage, I can tell you, I was talking to people all day today. They are shocked that this could happen in the United States. This is what happens in third world countries. Do you get a sense that we're going to see even more offense uh, by the president, including 
uh, releasing the uh, the videotapes of these guys. What Jack Posobiec said: this was a defilement. This was a ransacking. This is a. This was not even a raid. It was a defilement. It was a ransacking, and they did this on purpose. This is a pre-coup, and what they want to do is show MAGA that they're in charge, and that no matter what happens this November. No matter what happens on November 8th, they're in charge and they're going to play by their rules. And that rule is not the rule of law. Boris Epstein. Steve, I will tell you, I will tell the audience, the, the posse and the MAGA movement that President Trump ha- is going to be on offense in exactly the way that he a, needs to be to combat this weaponization of law enforcement. And in a way that continues his his absolutely refutable leadership over the MAGA movement, the Republican Party, and the United States of America. In terms of the tapes, hey, you said it. He reserves the right to to, to do with those videotapes as he he and his legal team decide. And there's absolutely no doubt that when they went in, there's a reason, right? There's a reason that DOJ law enforcement asked for those tape for the security cameras to be turned off. What's that reason? There's no conspiracies. There's no coincidences, right? Were they trying to to do something untoward? We'll never know. But it's definitely a very questionable and suspect ask. And what's even more suspect is redacting not just the affidavit, but the application yeah. for redaction. Yeah. The, the, you know, the DOJ I, is covering its tracks. It's a joke. President Trump it's is a joke. on the offense. It's a joke. And the DOJ is on their back foot in a huge way. The, the 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 DOJ should have nothing. They should have been able to come forward. They should have been able to come forward. And, yeah, sure. and Here's the probable cause. Why? With with the fight over the librarians, all the stuff on the records and the human intel and all this. Why did you take his diplomatic passport? Why did you go into other areas had nothing to do with documents? Why did you go through all Mar-a-Lago? But oh, answer the question. He's the president of the United States. Why did you take the head to call back to D.C.? Who authorized that? Who authorized? Because in taking the passport, it shows you're on a fishing expedition. Everything you put in there is a lie and spin. And if those guys, and they put it down now to the FBI and the Justice Department, everybody in that chain of command, you're going to be investigated. You're going to be litigated and you're going to be incarcerated. We're not going to stop till you're in prison. We're not going, MAGA is not going to allow this country to devolve into a banana republic like you want it to be. And today shows you how gutless you are, what cowards you are, and how you think you're going to hide behind the New York Times and the New York Times comes an editorial or be criminally prosecuted. No, you New York Times are going to be criminally prosecuted. We're going to play smash mouth hardball. We are absolutely sick and tired of this. We're going to run the tables on November 8th. And then in a new Congress, we're going to cut all the money. And then we're going to start having the investigation. This is an outrage to this nation on the global stage. And if you had one leg to stand on, you would have put forward it. You would not have redacted three quarters of this thing today. You're an absolute disgust, disgusting. You've humiliated this nation. You've humiliated every generation of patriots that have fought for the rule of law. And I got to tell you, everybody in the FBI, I don't want to hear any more. They got good soldiers at the foot. You must come forward in the DOJ, in the FBI, and you must be whistleblowers today. I don't want to hear this thing. Oh, it's just at the top. It's not at the top. It's systemic throughout the whole place. The good people got a chance to come forward, and they should be coming forward right now on this debacle and embarrassment of what happened, the defilement and the ransacking of Mar-a-Lago. Boris, what's your uh, social media, sir? Steve, agree with you 100%. Here's what else I'll say. That our country has a rule of law, and it's a rule of law that's been established over centuries. 
and a huge part of that rule of law is to keep law enforcement and politics separate. The, the Democrats now for decades have co conflated the two. And this is the most disgusting, un-American, unpatriotic, unconstitutional example that of, we have ever had. And you better believe that in these three weeks, and James Corbett said this is the biggest story since 9-11, and outside of President Trump getting elected in 2016, that's probably true. The reason the story continues to be front page news, top headline news, is because the American people know that what was done was wrong, and they know that President Trump is the only force standing between us and total anarchy, between us and Banana Republic, between us and becoming Venezuela. And we've got to continue coalescing behind President Trump and fighting against this disgusting, un-American weaponization of law enforcement. My socials are BorisCP.com, hot on BorisCP, hot on Getter at BorisCP, hot on Twitter at BorisCP, hot on True Social at Boris, hottest on the gram, Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless. All offense. And Shabbat Shalom. Thank you very much, Boris. I want to go. We only got a couple of minutes. Got the great John Solomon. John, you cut to the chase in your piece today. This thing had Breitbart news stories. There's a bunch of media. What was released was a bunch of media stories. Tell us what you thought today of this release, sir. Well, listen, I've been interviewing lots of FBI folks, lawyers. Uh, the first thing that comes to everyone's mind who's looked at this with a, a, an honest, neutral uh, look at it, the uh, FBI said they were trying to establish that the president was in unlawful possession of classified documents, but the unredacted parts don't make that case at all. We have one of the former FBI bosses under Bob Mueller is going to be coming on our show in a little bit. He's going to tell everybody this is a criminalization of a document dispute and the FBI did not meet its standard for a search warrant. That's an FBI boss saying that. The second thing that jumps out, you just mentioned it, uh, Steve, they're using news articles again as evidence to uh, uh, validate something going after Donald Trump. This is something the inspector general during the Russia collusion review, sharply criticized. They quoted, remember, they famously quoted a Yahoo News article saying, hey, this backs up um, uh, Christopher Steele. Turns out Christopher Steele was the leaker of that article. The IG really smashed the FBI for relying on news articles when they should be getting real evidence. They do it again, not once, but twice in this search warrant that we can see, maybe more in places we can't. That's a big thing. And the third one, I think, that jumps out to a lot of people as they go through this, the, uh, the idea from start to finish, that the president's rival, the former president's rival, Joe Biden, is the guy that starts this investigation, waives the president's privilege. This is a Joe Biden-driven criminal investigation against the man he suspects is going to run against him in 2024. We can't lose sight of that. I'll mention one other language thing that I think is very important. In both the letter I broke Monday, where you saw the Biden uh, Biden uh, waiving the privilege, and in the affidavit today, they never call these documents classified documents. You know what they say? Documents with classified markings, leaving open the very possibility they know they may have been yep. declassified. Yeah. Uh, John, real quickly, the show follows us at six, but how did they get to Just the News? Because you're breaking stuff up there 24-7. Yeah, thank you. Justthenews.com and then on all social media, Jay Solomon reports. Real simple stuff. <laughs> By the way, Real America's Voice with War Room, uh, Charlie Kirk show today with Jack Pasovic was a cage match. John Solomon's part of that. The War Room afternoon and now uh, Real America's Voice with John Solomon uh, and Amanda Head. Uh, the best coverage of this, real coverage. You saw Mike Davis on Fox today. Went full War Room. You get it every day. John Solomon, thank you so much. And thank you for your leadership in this investigation. Okay, short commercial break back we're going to go to georgia and we're going to talk to the people of what they think about what's going on in mar lago next we rejoice when there's no more let's take down the cc 
Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm pl- proud to partner with Public SQ, the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that can never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. Millions of Americans are waking up to a country they don't recognize. And while they struggle to raise their families and pay the bills, the media and corporations are telling them they're what's wrong with the country. Well, thankfully, there are a few companies that still believe in America and our Constitution. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative cell phone company, is on the front lines fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and the Second Amendment. This is why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation has made it really hard on many Americans. Thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers. I want to repeat that. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers. Get the same great service plus the knowledge that your money is supporting the values that made America great and will make her great again. Go to PatriotMobile.com. That's one word, PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code Bannon to get free activation. Special discounts are available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Action, action, action. Do this today. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, make sure you also go to, we need everybody up on Getter. That's where you get news 24 hours a day. We're putting stuff up. Basovic, uh, Cortez is doing live chats, um, everything. You got Harnwell, all of it. Also go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Get on there today. Remember, you're bundling them off to college. You keep the soccer trophies, they get a pillow. Go to MyPillow.com today, promo code WARROOM. Okay, um, I've asked a Saria Ivy co-chair of the Republican Party, vice chair of the Republican Party in Gwinnett County, Georgia, to join us. Ma'am, give us your assessment as kind of the representative of MAGA today when you see this, uh, what happened 
at this court in uh, in Palm Beach and this redaction of the uh, of the all the information related to the search warrant and the affidavit of the raid on Mar-a-Lago, ma'am? Well, out of respect for the current first draft vice chair, I am the former vice chair of Gwinnett. Just out of respect for him, he's doing a great job. But you know what I think when I think about the redaction, the raid on Mar-a-Lago, you know, it kind of reminds me of high school when you had that bully that tried to terrorize everybody and then he finally got his butt kicked on the playground. So when he realized he wasn't big and bad enough and strong enough to attack somebody, he just goes run and snitches and go finagles things. This is kind of how I see Joe Biden. He understands that he is sitting in that office by foul means. He couldn't win it on his own. So what he did is he went and took it. And now he has realized he's unable to handle it and he can't fit. And now here comes the true president of the United States ready to assume the position again. And he's terrified. And so while you can't win it on fair means, what does a bully do? He tries to bully and he tries to terrorize. But I don't know what it is about him that makes him fail to realize that we are not going to tolerate it. I mean, we're Americans. I know that's a difficult concept for the woke generation because they want us to be North Korea, China or Venezuela, but this is America. We are bred for adversity. We believe in protecting that which is ours, and we want to be independent, free people, and we will fight to the death for that. This nation and this constitution was forged in blood. What makes you think we won't protect it with the same means? Ms. Ivy, you're obviously involved in, in politics. When you get a sense of the citizens in, in Gwinnett are going about their busy lives, what is your perception of what's going on here between the Justice Department and President Trump? Do you have a feel for what just the average citizen out there thinks of what's going on with all this? Um, the general consensus throughout the state of Georgia, especially in my community, is frustration. Um, it's apparent that there is no plausible cause for any of the things that we're doing uh, in America's government. There, there's no rationale behind it. It defies logic. And the majority, including Democrats, believe it or not, they feel the exact same way. What are you doing? We have real issues that need to be addressed. We have real situations that need your attention. And you seem to be focused on everything but what you should. And that's generally what the feel is in Georgia and in Gwinnett County. Talk to us about you have an event tomorrow. And I want to announce that we're going to actually have hopefully have Miss Ivory back on tomorrow morning. You have an event at two o'clock Eastern mm -hmm. Daylight Time tomorrow in Gwinnett County. Can you walk us through exactly what you're putting on? Absolutely. This is called This is How They Did It. There's been a lot of information disseminated about 2020 election, 2022 election, and a lot of it has created a lot of passion without wisdom and passion without execution. People are getting very frustrated because we can see there's a problem. Ray Charles can see that there's a problem. Stevie Wonder can see that there's a problem. But what is frustrating us beyond measure is it seems that those that are entrusted and empowered to execute on behalf of us, our rights and privileges, don't see it, refuse to see it, or they were culpable for it. And so what I wanted to do is I wanted to get people together because I have a tech background. Uh, operating systems is how I got paid for the last eight years. And so what I wanted to do is help the general public understand the different components of irregularities and anomalies that occurred in the races in Georgia, with 2022 being the primary focal point and showing the parallel to that in 2020, 
with the hopes that people will learn how to deal with the data that they have gotten. And then I want to talk to them a little bit about the environment, like what we're seeing on the national front, the cloak and the protection of the nefarious acts that we are seeing, of the anomalies, irregularities, and illegal activities regarding the vote. It is being protected by the judicial system. Way back into the Obama administration, I venture to say up into Clinton's administration, we have weaponized the judicial system and used it as an armor for those who had evil intent or nefarious intent toward the American people. And now they have built a fortress to hide behind. And we have got to learn how to deal with that. I believe we are fighting on the wrong battleground with the wrong weapon. And come Saturday tomorrow, I hope to arm you with the right stuff. And so you're going to walk, so I want to get it like a minute, but you're going to walk people through the basics of exactly saying this is how they did it. You're just going to deal with the facts of the case, given the fact that you understand the technologies that is that and people can people get on. We're going to have you back on tomorrow to tee it up, but can people live stream this and where do they go tonight to start getting organized to watch it, ma'am? Hey, so you, you go to enough GA on Facebook. That is where we're going to stream it. Enough GA on Facebook. That's where we're streaming it. And yes, we're going to walk it through. I'm going to show you QR code or no QR code. I can take your vote. Touching it or not touching it, I can take your vote. And then I'm going to help you see how that's possible and what steps we need to take in avenues to make sure that doesn't happen, but at the same time receive justice for winning. Saria Ivy, we're going to have you back on the worm tomorrow morning. I really appreciate this. And I got to tell you, I really appreciate what you're putting on tomorrow because it's time people start dealing with facts. Honored to have you on here. See you tomorrow in the war room. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Okay, we want everybody, we're going to get it up. Six o'clock, we've got coming up. It's a blowaway show. You're going to have to see it. We're going to talk economics. We're going to talk what happened in Afghanistan and why it relates to today, what happened in Mar-a-Lago. We're going to have a new superstar that's coming out of California, Peter Hernandez, running for Congress to walk through the weaponization of the Justice Department. You're not going to want to miss the next hour of uh, of War Room. Uh, also, tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock, we're going to be back here live. We're going to be explosive show. We're actually going to tee up what's going to go down in Georgia tomorrow with Saria Ivy on how they did it. See you tomorrow. See you back here in a couple minutes. Be back here in a moment. we got Jason Jones, Frank Gaffney's going to join us. Also, Dave Walsh, Dave Bratt, and what happened in Jackson Hole, Wyoming today. All of it next, the second hour of the War Room. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. 
You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.